Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 207. And today we are here with Elliot from Boost and Coffee Podcast. Elliot, what's up, bro? What's up, Frank? Uh, thank you for having us. For, first of all, thank you for having us here and uh, and your podcast being as the motivation for us as well. Really? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Your podcast is, is great. It's always been great. Thank um, you. I try to listen to like every episode I can with the time we have, but yeah. But one of our motivation was this podcast. Wow, man. Thank you so much, bro. I really, really appreciate that. You know, when I saw that you were doing a podcast, um, any any podcast in uh, in our um, in our demographic, it always catches my eye, you know. And then when I saw you were doing a podcast, I wanted to check it out. And then uh, then you sent me a picture that we took back at uh, H Day. That was yeah, H Day. What like fifteen or twenty thirteen, something like that, that yeah. dude. So um, so yeah, I recognize you now. I recognize your face from the meets, man. I always see you out there on the East Coast, but uh, you're from Puerto Rico, right? Correct. Yeah. God. So you're you're out in Puerto Rico right now. Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, and uh, spent most of my teenage years over here in in Puerto Rico. And you know, Puerto Rico made me a man as it is. So I love it, man. I definitely want to dig into that. But if you can, just give us a quick breakdown of uh, of who you are and what you do. Uh, well, for those that don't know me, there must be a lot of people. Uh, my name is Eddie Fadicelli. Uh Other than being a host for the Boost and Coffee podcast, you know, we started with that a few uh, months ago during pandemic times, like we say. Um, I'm also an ECU tuner, basically more for Hondas and Acuras, and also a performance parts source, basically more majorly online for local to us in puerto rico people and also people in any other part of the world that we could actually reach got you and that's the uh kama let me try it let me try it kama kamandulos you're you're right there you go is it (laughs) yeah kamandulos motorsports i love it man so what does that mean correct um it's 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 quite a funny because um we're from the south area of puerto rico right and we used to go race to the metro area, the capital area. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, we had all these beat-up Acuras. You know, our cars were a little beat-up. Yeah. Up there where people had, like, nice GSRs, Type Rs back then, preludes, not bra- basically brand-new EGs. Um, we were always, and they were, like, saying, oh, these guys come with those Camandulo cars, like, all beat-up cars. And, you know, they, they gave us a good race. And we made a lot of people, a lot of friends like that that are friends of ours present day. Uh, and it was, you know, we just stayed as that, like a racing team back in the forum days. Yeah. We were oh, let's call ourselves the Camandolos racing team. And, <laughs> and my Nick on every, like, um, like on all these grassroots forums back then, my Nick was Camandolos and everybody identifies me as, as Camandolo, let's say it that way. But mm. it was a racing team as well, you know. Got you, got you. So when it came time that you wanted to open up a, a e-commerce a shop, you went with that name? Oh, yeah. We stick to the name. We tried to change the Camandolos racing team to not be like the every every racing team was named like the same, right? Uh, so we just put it like Team Camandolos Motorsports, like 2004-ish. Yeah. And we, we stayed with it after that. Uh, 
I started basically sourcing parts for shops in the in the B series swap era. And you know, everybody just knew me as that. If you didn't know me for like uh Elliot Tuning, you probably know me as Camandulo or something gotcha. like that. Or or Los Camandolo, this is like the whole group. Got you, got you. Nice. So how many uh how many are in the group now? Uh right now basically uh we're still like tight, like as friends and stuff. Some of them just went to the ATVs. Mm. Uh, others are like uh, sold their projects and they're like, you know, you get to be an adult and yeah. other things are priorities. So, but they still support us. We stick together as we can. We try to see each other. Some of them are still here in Puerto Rico. Others have moved out gotcha. to the States, but yeah, we, we're pretty tight. Very cool, man. So is it an actual physical shop or is it all just online? Right now it's just online. Uh, I had a walk-in store, if you can say it. I started first online and like in shops. Mm -hmm. I would just visit shops and, you know, in the dino, I would do some business and stuff. Uh, I tried to walk in store for like a year. Uh, I made more money out of, out of online stuff. Mm. And being a tuner was kind of hard trying to be there, traveling, coming back. So, you know, I said, well, you know, our sales are our biggest chunk of sales, like 87% was still online commerce or you know social media commerce if you want to call it that way mm -hmm. so we just went back to that mm. you know and it's it's worked thank god it's worked you know and the support of everybody that that buys from us and stuff yeah dude very cool man now tell me about the podcast dude. what was the idea that you wanted to uh to start a podcast uh you're gonna laugh at this one um I communicate a lot with a lot of people through voice messages using WhatsApp or Facebook. Gotcha. And like a year ago, one of my buddies was like, man, you should you should do a podcast, man. And you know a lot of people. You know a lot of people in the States. You know a lot of people here. So I've been giving it a thought like for a year. But between all the part stuff, tuning, uh, my kids. I have a kid that's in Taekwondo. And like we try to be in every activity he's at. Yeah. I have a daughter that's a band. She's in a school band and a now she's in college. Okay. And we we try to be there. Like, it was pretty tough. Uh, I got a friend of mine that was saying, like, you're procrastinating too much. Mm. And I'm like, you have to give me a break. We tried to uh, launch a YouTube channel as well. And it was, like, tough. Coming the time of the pandemic, we're like, oh, well, now we have time. Now we have, like, the resources. So let's start it. Um this friend of mine made the logo and like uh, a lot of people know me because I like coffee a lot. Mm. Um, in my uh, Elliot Tuning Facebook channel, I do a live like every two or three weeks. That's called the Coffee Break with Elliot Tuning. Oh, cool. And it's kind of fun. You know, a few people jump in. We talk about parts. We talk about anything, any recommendations we can give. And let's call it Boosting Coffee Podcast and let's go. But I was given it a thought. I was like, well, there's a lot of them in English. Like, for example, this one. And there's many others. And we try, We wanted to try to get in the people locally or at least Latin yeah. that don't know a lot of English. So at the same time, we want to try to bring people in, not only the big industry people. We want to try to bring in people that are just like starting and stuff and try to like help them out with the come up. So... We start. We decided to go in Spanish, and we just stay stick with it right there. And thank God, it, it's been. 
we don't have as many episodes, but it's the feedback has been great, man. I, it, something I wasn't even expecting for real. Yeah, man. Just having a conversation and putting it out there and then just having people actually listen to it and, you know, take things out of the conversation. Uh, it's it's a fun feeling, man, for sure. Yeah. And and I know you must know how it is. You already have 200 episodes. Yeah. Now, I wasn't expecting really that feedback and in the first episode we had alex pagan from humble performance yeah he grew up two towns away from where we at we gotcha. used to race streets and i thought it was like oh some people's gonna listen to it and you know a lot of people know him a lot of people like him all of a sudden i start receiving messages from people from chile colombia spain wow. portugal Oh, we like that podcast. Keep on going. I like that was the first episode. Wow. Wow. And and we just kept on, you know, and every episode we find new people saying, wow, it's good. Keep them up. Try to do them um, more like like weekly. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm trying to do that, Frank, but it's been so hard. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I could uh, I could imagine, man. So. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit, because one of the things that makes a podcast successful is consistency, you know, um, which is it's a gift and a curse because you have to make sure that you come out with an episode and it, it makes it hard, man. So what are some of the uh, roadblocks that you're hitting right now? The first like in the first few weeks, I could say I had a person like to have at least an episode every week. Mm hmm at least for like two months, let's say, because everybody was at their homes and stuff. They weren't doing so much. Yeah. Uh, down here, we had a lockdown like for two months or mm, so. Yeah. Some places in the States, it was a little bit different. And we had so many people invited that were from the state. Um, I actually recorded two episodes, Frank, that I had to I had to delete them. Mm. Um, the audio was. You know, one of them was an hour and a half or so. And I just couldn't publish it. It, it. You know, the the quality of the the signal here for those those days, it was I terrible. I got man. you. And, you know, what? that was one of the roadblocks. After that, everything started opening up. So I got I went back to tuning. Mm. I was I was only doing online tunes and stuff like that. We went back to tuning, and even though we can't be late at night at the dyno because of restrictions, it was kind of heavy for me to do the part stuff, do the tuning stuff, try to get people synced up at the same time so we could actually record the podcast. Yeah. And and after that, it's been, it's been like a little roller coaster. Now we're trying to get back on beat, and we're trying to keep the consistency because I believe a lot in consistency, and I see all these other podcasts, you know, I listen to a few different podcasts and you see like every week they have one, two episodes. Yeah. I, wow. If at least I could have one a week, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do what I have to do to try to push in that time. But sometimes it's kind of hard to sync up with the people or they're probably occupied already doing other stuff. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. But sometimes it's difficult. You yeah. Know? I'm no. trying. I'm trying my best. I feel you there, man. You know, when I when I got started with the podcast, I probably did maybe 10 episodes before I even released the first one because I knew that it was going to be tough. I needed to figure out 
um, the things that I was going to like, the things I wasn't going to like. So just, just to find my groove, you know, and then once I did that, I, you know, did a few episodes and then, you know, went a week without doing one or something like that. And then it was just, it wasn't until about episode, probably about 60 that I, I just started taking it seriously because I was doing it out of my home and then I would do it when I would go to shows and things like that. But then we had a spot here at the shop where we had an open room. So I said, you know what, if I want to take this seriously, I have to, I have to have this in a place where it's inviting to have people come over. Cause I can't have people coming over to my house, you know, <laughs> it doesn't look right. You know? So once I yeah. set up the podcast studio here in the shop, it helped take things to the different level. But, um, right now, I mean, we're still hustling, dude. We're probably getting maybe like 400 views for each episode on YouTube, which is nothing. You see some YouTubers, they'll put out an episode and they'll have that in minutes. So it's, it's definitely an uphill battle, but, um, like you said, man, it makes it all worth it when when people message you and they say that they like this part of the episode or they like this person or they never even heard of this person until the podcast. It's a, it's very rewarding, man. And, you know, I just like talking to people anyways, just to, just to pick their brain. So it's uh, it's fun to do. I love it for sure. Yeah. And I would like to keep on learning stuff because like in, in everything in life, you learn a lot. Even though you probably think you know everything, but there's always new things to learn. Definitely. And I want to keep on learning about it. Uh, I want to do have it a better quality of it. Um, you know, try to do, uh, step up a little bit and and keep on learning. And and every episode I mention it at the end. I'm like, yo, we keep on learning. We try to do our best. Um, get, you know, thank you for listening to us and. We're going to keep on trying to get better at it for the quality of the people that are listening. All right, guys, we got to take our first break for the legends. Heel Toe Auto, an important part in buying Honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably. You're spending a lot of money and you're spending a lot of time researching your build. The last thing that you want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it or you may never even see the parts. With Heel Toe Auto, you get eight. 18 years history and track record that's part of the deal man like i always say in this industry you guys got to make sure you're giving your money to a reputable site because uh you could probably just lose it really easily and uh hilto being in the game 18 years that's uh that says a lot hilto brings you a deep industry connection professional part recommendations alternative ideas when the parts aren't available and they'll even contact you if something looks out of order on your order so um yeah man they got your back hilto's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure that you get them in time for your project plans you can buy parts online anywhere but hilto knows what Truly matters to an enthusiast professionalism swiftness accuracy and being respected by a bunch of other boys online wait it doesn't say that that was just me ad-libbing i'm sorry heel toe is in your corner always man and they've been our in the downtime with downstar corner since episode 151 man and uh we really appreciate that first sponsor really appreciate heel toe marcus you're the man please guys visit heeltoeauto.com or you can call or text them at 949-295-1668 yeah yeah, man. And it's just, uh, it's one of those things that you just got to do it. You know, you keep doing it and doing it, you're just going to get better at it. 
So a lot of people really get discouraged when they first start off with something and you know the first 10 episodes it just it's not going the way that they thought but you just got to fight through that and just keep pushing but uh you do bring something very unique to the table like you said in the automotive community there is a, a lot of podcast but I can't even think of one that is specific to our community in in Spanish which is very cool man Yeah and and actually, I know there's a few local ones that probably are, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm trying to have a lot of different kind of people. Not At first, everybody was like, oh, you're only going to have Honda people because that's the people you know. I'm like, nah. The second, invite, uh, the second person invited was a guy that has, he's a, his name is Ricky Pop from Orlando. He has his, his Mitsubishi Mirage is the second fastest old motor mirage in the world oh wow and i got when i put that episode up i started getting messages of people like thank you for not only having honda people i'm like yo i'm trying to have every every type of racer here like uh atv guys yeah. uh actually the episode i had to delete was with an atv guy really known here like really famous here locally mm. and right now he's like ah, i don't have no problem let's tape it again with better quality now like but it's been so hard because he started traveling too back and forth so it's it's been kind of you know we're trying to have like even go-kart people yeah. there's a lot of people that like go-karts here so you know we're not just trying to stick to one type of, of racer uh sport front wheel drive racer uh circuit racer no no we're trying to get people that probably are famous already and people that are just starting but are doing things well so you know we want to have them there so they can be exposed yeah very cool man um the biggest thing about podcasting is just being able to talk to people and be comfortable how did you uh how did you get into that skill where you were able to uh talk to people and get comfortable with talking to people uh wow uh back in the day we used to race like in any town we could in puerto rico right and it was, I don't know, I didn't notice it back then, but we used to go in groups and you see everybody like, yo, talk to those guys, we want to race them. So I started making a lot of friends that way. Like I had a, when I was in college, I had a notebook that in the back was a whole bunch of phone numbers from different mechanics, uh, speed shops, auto parts. And you see the guys like, yo, ask Elliot, he has a black book in his car <laughs> with all these numbers oh you need a transmission you need this you need this ask elliot yeah and i think i started making friends that way and it was crazy because we started making uh having long conversations these people would call my house we would go race together like oh where are you from oh we're gonna go race up north you want to come and let's go race as a team and we would go and i think back then i didn't notice it but that helped me a lot to like talk to people, get to know people. Um, also, out of the automotive industry, I worked. I used to work in the in a biomedical field. Mm. And I had to travel like to every hospital in Puerto Rico and clinic. So you had to know how to break the ice with these big administrators, with, you know, all these people, the finance guys. And, and I think I that helped me as well to like break the ice with people and just keep on talking and and like it's easy for us because we like cars and yeah. you know if if you like if you're a show guy 
like I'll go to you and like, yo, what, what, what ribs do you have? Well, let me see your accessories. If you're a race guy, I'm going to ask you like, oh, what size are your turbo? And, and th- from there on, I keep on talking. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. So um, how long have you been in Puerto Rico? Uh, I moved here in 92. Okay. I was about 12 years old. Uh-huh. Uh, I was born and raised in Brooklyn in the Park Slope area. I would say I was uh, born and raised in Brooklyn slash NYC in general. Uh, I had family in East New York. Yeah. I had family in Chelsea and Manhattan. And I my dad still lives in the Bronx, so I would be in the Bronx as well. And I loved it, you know. I loved it. Then in 92, we moved here, and I stayed with my mom here in Puerto Rico. And you've been there ever since? Yeah. Um, in 2015, I... I got a job offer to work up in, in the east, in the northeast, and I accepted it. So I was going back to New York. Um, for health reasons, I ended up back here in Puerto Rico. Um, then I moved to Orlando myself. My family stayed here like for nine, ten months uh-huh. in 2016. And ever since, I've been here. I travel back and forth, but I've been here. I live here in, in the south area of Puerto Rico. So you spend time in Orlando as well? Oh, yeah. Orlando, um, up north, you know, Jersey, yeah. Echo, and all that. And, yeah, but I spent basically the last few years I've traveled more to Orlando and to, as well, New York and, and Maryland as well for, you know, World Cup and all that. Uh, that's where I go to Orlando. At least this year I haven't gone, but I go to Orlando at least two to three times a year. Tune, see some friends, do some stuff, and do business, you know, come back. Yeah. So when you go to these shows, is it just for pleasure? I would say I would go for pleasure and business, you know. Um, every time I travel, I don't say it out loud, but I always have a few customers like, yo, when you're coming back, I want you to tune my car again. Because I take care of a lot of them remotely, you know, mm. online. But some of them are like, yo, when you come back, can we go to the diner? I'm like, well, I'm going to be there for this show. I'm going to be there for FL2K. I'm going to be there for this. I'll take a few days. I'll do what I have to do, and then I'll go on and do whatever they want. Um, the first times I went to to H-Day, Pan Ams, World Cup, I would say it was basically more work type because I was, like, doing more business than even sitting on the bleachers. Gotcha. Like, the last two years, I've been able to sit on the bleachers and see the races and hang out with everybody and, you know, it, it's been great. It's sad that this year, you know, World Cup's not going to be given, but there's the Hell, uh, Hell Mary Derby. Yeah. Um, we still don't know what a lot of our friends are like, are we going? <laughs> I know. I wanted to go, man. I really wanted to go to World Cup. I've, I've still never been to this day because World Cup always falls on the same weekend or very close to SEMA. And yeah. uh, I don't have to go to SEMA. But I kind of do, you know, I there yeah. is just the marketing uh, opportunities and the network opportunities are, you know, so much larger for my demographic that SEMA than it would be for World Cup. But uh, I wanted to make it out there this year. But, um, you know, I, I was I was even thinking about going to that. Uh, what is the the, the Hail, Hail Mary? What Hail Mary called? Derby. Yeah. Hail Mary Derby. I would I would like to go just to watch, man, because. You know, even when I go to all these shows, H-Day and such, I'm at the booth the whole time. And I barely get a second to just go check out some races. And uh, that's kind of the unfortunate part 
of being in my situation you know you're at all of these events it's like going to a concert the greatest concert but you have to work backstage you have to work backstage or you have to work in a ticket booth yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, and it's true and you said it in a better way than i did i would say at some of these events i go for like business but the network opportunities that you have like like i said Two or three years ago, yeah, I met you, yeah, in HD. In that same trip, I met so many industry people that I've only talked with through Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram. Nowadays, there's people that I do business with like every week, to so yeah. not say every day, you know, and um, and it's crazy. It's it's good. Uh, you get to know, put uh, names to people's faces, and at the same time, you you do business or like you say, you do marketing. I think it was. Last year or two years ago, Jeremy from Drag Cartel told me the same thing. He's like, why don't you come to SEMA? Mm-hmm. And the, the week after, you go to, to Merlin. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that would be a good idea. But um, I never got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, In the last few years, I never had the opportunity to do it. So I'll just get on a plane and go straight to Merlin. Yeah. And... Uh- I mean, that's what everybody always tries to do. But, bro, SEMA is rough, man. And then it seems like every year, the World Cup, it just, you know, they add an extra day on. Or, oh, we're starting Tuesday to Sunday. What the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I always wanted to make that trip. But uh, I, I never made it. Um, do you have any other events coming uh, this year that you're going to go to? We're still considering FL2K. Mm-hmm. That's, like, in two weeks. Uh Sadly, SEMA ain't going to be happening, so I can't do that. Uh, we're still thinking about Hell Mary Derby. Mm-hmm. And I would say with that, we're, there's nothing else for this year. Yeah. But with all this all this COVID stuff, everybody's like scared. Like, but anyways, like two or three days ago, uh, I was talking to a friend. I'm like, man, tickets are cheap. Anywhere you want to go in the States, tickets are cheap. He's like, ah, oh, I want to go to Colorado. I'm like, oh, all right. I've never been to LA, Frank. I want to go to LA. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you go. So, uh, again, I, uh, I, I was telling that to Jeremy from Jack Cartel. He's like, well, bro, this is not the smartest time to come here right now, man. And uh, I think I mentioned it to, to somebody of mine that's uh, near Sheepy down there, Murrieta. Mm. And he's like, bro, you know, you could come, but there's not a lot of stuff you're going to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Unless you had a certain destination that you wanted to go. But right now is not the best representation of California. It's it's so weird right now, man. And everything is just so political. And you don't know what the hell is even going on. One week it'll be one way. The next week it'll be another who knows what would happen if you if you land here? Then you have to quarantine or something. I don't know what the fuck's oh, going yeah. on, man. So, I'm I'm really not trying to fly anywhere until um, after the election because I know after the election things are oh, going to change. Yeah. I don't know how how people are going to mess around with because um, at least when we travel to Maryland, we we travel through DC. Uh huh. And uh, we got to get out of the air in the airport and drive through some of these areas where, you know, and I like, wow, those days, be- like the election, the Maryland e- event is like the 4th and the 5th of November. Oh. I like, oh, shit. How are we going to do that? 
<laughs> like it look last year the Washington Nationals won. Yeah. It was like on a Wednesday. We traveled on Thursday. Frank, all the trips to Maryland for me have a special something special goes on, but for the wrong. Yeah. So we had to sleep in the airport because they closed down the the car rental. And I like we slept on the floor in the airport, me and the engine builder that works with us. Oh wow. And when we got finally our car. People were still celebrating at 5.30 in the morning. Oh, the Washington Nationals won. Like, and they were jumping all around and the cops behind them and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to imagine an election. <laughs> oh, dude. Especially this election right now, man. I don't exactly. think it's going to go good either way, bro. I think that we're in for some trouble coming up early next year for sure, man. And, and that's kind of scary because you're like, I can't imagine a lot of people like, oh, let's go to 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 what was gonna be World Cup, and all of a sudden we go into Washington D.C. and like, what happened here? Like, oh wow! <laughs> now that you say that, dude, I never even really put two and two together, but that could definitely cause some issues because yeah, it's it's right there by D.C. Yeah, and you know you want to know why I bring out the topic? Uh huh. I didn't even think about that. Days ago, I was talking to my wife. And we were, she was asking me, like, what are you going to do this year? Are you going to stay here? Are you going to go? I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, you know, the elections are going to be those same days, right? And I'm like, she follows the World Cup page in Instagram. So yeah. I'm like, damn. And she said, remember, you guys always land at Ronald Reagan Airport. I'm like, that's going to be, <laughs> like, the, the, the track is in, the track is like, in Amish country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's far. But still, you have to land and you have to leave through D.C. Yeah. And, like, at least us. Yeah. Because Baltimore is a little bit more farther away. Gotcha. I was like, well, I, I could travel to Newark or Philly and we drive down. Mm -hmm. I, I got customers and friends down there that are, oh, look, we could stay probably one day and go with them because they always go to the event. Yeah. So we can stay in a hotel or Airbnb or something and meet up and go and drive down. We, we, I've done the drive a few times from New York. It's like five hours. Yeah. 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 But we still have to pass by Washington DC to get to the track. No. Yeah, man. I don't know. It seems like this year's a wrap, bro. <laughs> I think. Uh, and, and you want to know what's funny, at least for us, Frank, Starting the year here, we got hit by a whole bunch of earthquakes. Yeah, man. Let's talk about that, bro. Puerto Rico has been the uh, the site for a lot of natural disasters lately, dude. What's what's it been like going through all that? Well, two years ago, almost three, we got hit by Maria, Hurricane Maria. Mm -hmm. um, that was crazy. A lot of people lost their houses, um, even lost their lives to an extent. Pretty sad, you know. Yeah. Um at least where I live, we were we didn't have electricity until like February, and that was in September. Like it, the anniversary was in these days. Wait, yeah. so from September to February, no electricity. No electricity. What uh, the hell? The water came back in December. I like for I spent that a uh, Christmas in in Orlando. Because um, we had a planned trip already before the hurricane. Yeah. So we moved around the dates. So we spent Christmas over there. When we were over there, we got a message from our neighbor like, yo, the water's finally back. Like, wow, that's good. 
Yeah. But when we came, we came back a few days after, um, the electricity, at least in our neighborhood, came back in February. There were people that were the whole year with no electricity. Probably there's still people. Who knows? Are I really don't know. Serious. Yeah. 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 All right, guys, we got to pay some bills real quick. Big shout out to our sponsor, Action Clutch. One of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch. Without a proper clutch, you won't be able to get that power to the wheels. No one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold their power for more than a few races or spirited drives. That's why it's important to go with a kit that you can count on, and that's why a lot of people choose Action Clutch over the competition. Action Clutch makes all their kits in the USA with material sourced locally in Los Angeles. Action Clutch has OEM replacements all the way up to 1200 horsepower that can be found everywhere from streetcars, drag cars, and even formula drift vehicles. Not only are Action Clutch is made in the USA, but they've made a strong focus to give back this year a percentage of the sales to the communities during these hard times, providing impacted families with groceries and other necessities. Contact Action Clutch today with whatever you need and you will receive the family treatment. Guys, please make sure you guys check out Action Clutch at actionclutch.com. And if you don't see what you need there, you can always shoot them a DM on Instagram at Action Clutch, or you can give them a call at 323-269-6051 or email them sales at actionclutch.com. And whatever you need, they will get you guys taken care of and they'll give you the family treatment. Now back to the show. Wow, dude! When the when the electricity goes off for an hour, I'm like a little bitch, bro. I'm like, really? what the fuck? <laughs> Where's the candles? We gotta figure this out for that many Man. months, dude. What was life like? <clears throat> we had a we had a generator. It stopped it stopped working <laughs> oh, <laughs> like two weeks after. Um. Man, it was crazy. We would do four and five hour lines to put gas in the car uh, to get food as well, to go to the banks and try to get money out. You had to do three hour lines because the ATM system wasn't working. Um, man, you know, what can I say for business? Oh, you don't want to know. We couldn't do business. There was no phone service. There, there was no text service. We don't have Internet. We didn't have nothing. So, you know, that was that went south for us. The first dyno that had electricity here opened like in November and that was in September. So I started making a little bit more money back in November, but it was a pain because you got to get in touch with the dyno. You have to drive down to the dyno and both the dynos from where I live, both are 45 minutes away. Yeah. Either way. So I had to go down there and say, hey, I'm coming back on Friday. You got space. <laughs> oh, no, it's full. I'm like, oh, shit. And that's how we started getting back up on our feet until like December, we started getting coverage from our phones again. And um, in some areas we had internet, so we could do business a little bit like that. But um, man, what could I say? We used to watch clothes in the river. The river was our entertainment. I live in the country, Frank. Uh, you go to the river, you see all the neighborhood in the river, washing clothes, washing cars. Uh, you see one of our neighbors, they're like, yo, what are you doing there? Oh, I'm shaving my legs, bro, with a cigarette <laughs> in yeah. it. Was, that was our hangout space at 6 o'clock. Like, everybody home is getting dark. And with the candles on, man, until you got sleeping, go to sleep. And the next day, it was the same thing. Same process, man. Now, uh, was it all a bad experience, or did you uh, realize anything in that 
that short amount of time. Man, uh, I went through Hurricane George also in the 90s. Um, not as bad as Maria, but it it was. I was in high school still, and I got something from that because um, I didn't read a lot. I used to like probably read some magazine and in school, but after that, I started reading books and stuff. And now from Maria, my kids learned a whole bunch of stuff, man. And also, we did like first of all is that you know it was tough, but we got back up. Mm-hmm. And when I say we got back up, it's almost all the Puerto Ricans, and not to say all. It was tough times, but everybody united. The neighborhood united. There were the you know the roads were blocked, so everybody had to clean up to try to get out of the neighborhood. And um, you would share stuff like, "Oh, I got a bag of ice, man. We could you know so you could drink something a little bit colder." Uh, everybody united, and I learned a lot from that as well. My kids, I would say the biggest experience for my kids, I have a 21-year-old, and I got an 11-year-old. They were younger back then. And, you know, they learned a lot because they had to do stuff manually. You know, there wasn't a lot to do. They had to play with toys. They had to read books. Um, They had to help us wash clothes in the river. They had to help us carry gallons of water from the river or from the oasis the the National Guard had down in town. Um, I used to take my daughter with me, like, yo, I, I got to go to the bank and I got to go get gas. She would be in those lines with us for four or five hours. Wow. And she was just talking to people. She met a whole bunch. I met a whole bunch of people back then. And I still talk to them nowadays. Yeah. Wow. So then fast forward to the uh, the earthquake, man. What was that like? They started happening like the day after Three Kings Day. That's the 7th of, of January. Over here in Puerto Rico, we still celebrate Three Kings Day a lot. What is What it's, is that? Yeah, over here, you know, the three kings, if you follow the Bible, uh, some people don't, so I can't, uh-huh. right? Um, the three kings, were the, they took gifts to, to Jesus. So over here, they celebrate it still. Like, our Christmas is longer than you guys. Uh-huh. Um, our kids don't go back to school, like, after three kings day, and the three kings day is the 6th of January. Oh, wow. So our, our Christmas is long, man. You guys go back to school the, te- the 2nd. Yeah. Um, so here they celebrate Three Kings Day. We give gifts to the kids as well. And uh, Christmas is like, let's say, an American tradition, but we also give gifts. Mm-hmm. So I think we got an earthquake the same day of Three Kings. I, I'm not sure of the date, but it was like early four in the morning, Frank, three in the morning. Nobody was used to that here. We got hurricanes. We got storms. We, we know all that. My wife didn't want to go to California because of that. We're like, to go to, let's go to California. I'm like, no, because there, it, 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 it earthquakes. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to get it. Now she's used to that. Yeah. So we got the first earthquake. It was sad because I live in the southeastern area of Puerto Rico, what, what a lot of people call the piñata, because this is the area where it most got hit. We felt them really hard down mm. here. The houses fell, walls cracked, uh, businesses went down. You know, and the first one was scary. After that, we kept on getting replicas, 4.0s, 3.0s, some fives. Like every week we started getting hit. I'm like, I'm not not feeling this. Some places with no electricity for a few weeks, people losing their houses, people living in tents in the, you know, you would go pass by uh, a street and you see people living in tents 
because they didn't want to go into their houses or they lost their houses. It was crazy, man. And we still get a few of them, like, momentarily. But from, like, 2020 for Puerto Rico hasn't been good at all. Like, we got hit by the, by the earthquakes, basically, in January, February. Comes the COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. Comes COVID, and, you know, now everybody has to be inside their houses. When if a if a earthquake happens, you should go out. You know it's it's been a hard year, really hard year for for Puerto Rico itself and and everybody in the world because COVID has hit everybody. But the earthquakes here, like we were just finally getting back on our feet from Maria, and all of a sudden here comes the earthquakes. Wow, what does that do for the morale of the island, man? In Maria, we had a lot of people that got that moved out. They went to the States. Some of them stayed. A lot of them stayed. Others came back probably after they got back on their feet or they got their jobs back here. But many of them just stayed over there, man. Like, you go to Kissimmee and Orlando. There's a lot. Jersey. After the earthquakes, it was worse. Like, there's a lot of people here that are true-spirited. They're like, oh, you know, we'll get back on our feet. And that's good. But other people like, yo, we can get back on our feet, but I had to feed my kids. I yeah. had to do my stuff. I yeah. had to, I had to keep on paying my bills because they're not gonna cut my, my bills. So they've been, man, you know, they've been going back to the states, and you know, we try to survive here as we can, and trying to get everything back up as we knew it, and hopefully not get hit by any other big ass earthquake like we did. But yeah, it's it it hasn't been easy for sure. I bet, man. Do you guys ever think about relocating back to the States or to the mainland? It's funny you ask that. I always tell people in Spanish that I have a foot more over there than here. Um, my daughter graduated in 2017 of high school, and I always wanted her to finish school here. Like As I said, I got a job offer in 2015 to work in the Northeast in a tuning and performance parts facility. Mm-hmm. Um, our plan was going to let her finish their high school. I was going to be over there two years alone, basically from 2016-ish to 2017-ish. And she would decide if she stayed here and go to college here or go over there in New York. Uh, I accepted it. I loved the job. I loved the company. I had no bad thing to say about them. But I got sick. Like, Frank, I say physically and mentally sick. Hmm. Um, I can't deal with the cold like I used to deal with. And it was crazy because like, uh, I would work five days and I would be the weekend sick and go back on Monday and get sick again. <laughs> and I couldn't deal with the cold. At the same time, um, I grew up in New York and uh, my mom passed away in late 2014. And I couldn't bear the idea of me bidding in the same city where I grew up with my mom, listening to my kid crying on the phone like that. Mm. I want you to come back. Yeah. And it, it, it slammed me against the floor. It, 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 it served as motivation for me. But at a certain point, I was like, let me go back. Let me go back to Puerto Rico. Let me try to get my business back up. And uh, let's go to plan B. Yeah. And I talked to the, to the owner of the company, great person. And he's like, yeah, like, and the good thing is I like what I was doing. I was messing around with tuning and parts 
And this is a, you know, it's a company that everybody knows in the East. I was like, man, I'm working with one of the best companies. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm getting paid enough. Um, they treat me well. I'm going to stay in this because I dreamed about this. Uh, I was work. I didn't work full time, never in something like that until 2014. So I like, man, this is living the dream. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to get my family here and that's it. But it didn't go as I planned. Just like God had some other plan for me. <laughs> yeah. So you were at the shop doing uh, tuning? Uh, tuning and parts as well. Like basically the same thing I do here. At the same time, I was technical support. Gotcha. They they sell a lot of products that have to do with tuning and do your do-it-yourself tuning. So um, I believe, like, I traveled a few times. I met this person. Uh, we talked a lot in the events, and he's like, I need a person. I'm in New York. I need a person that's Spanish, that knows Spanish, that can relate to all the Puerto Rican, Dominican, Mexicans, or, or all nationalities. At the same time, it helped me bring my business to another level. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, um, I'm freelancing. I'm working for myself in Puerto Rico. I'll go to Orlando and do some stuff. And like, I'm going to give you a job offer. I'm like, what's up? He's like, this is what you're going to get paid. This is what you need to do. English, Spanish. You're going to be doing some tuning. You're going to be doing this. You're going to go to all the events that I need you to go. So you could, they could put a face to the Spanish people here. Uh, I was living in the Bronx, so, you know, I was already connected with all the all the Puerto Ricans and all Dominicans there. So it was a win-win situation for both, man. Uh, sometimes I look back, I'm like, wow, what would have happened? I would have stayed. Yeah. The good thing is I have an awesome communication with this person nowadays. I do a lot of business with him. He's always looking out like, yo, you all right? You good? How's your family? How's your kids? I'm like, yo, uh, you know, I'm happy for what you're doing for yourself. But yeah, we thought about relocating. Like I said, in 2016, I was almost 10 months in Orlando. Um, right now, I think if we relocate, it'll probably be to to Florida, most likely. Um, my wife has family in Florida. Got you. Um, I got a few cousins and stuff mixed around between the north and, you know, Florida's big. Um, we still think about it, man. I do. Thank God I do a lot of business over there. And we still give it a thought, you know, but, you know, right now we're just here trying to to survive and doing our stuff. We're um, doing tuning, doing sales. You yeah. know, that's what we're trying to do here in our family. Right now they're not going to school, so they, they have online school, both kids. My college, my daughter that's in college and my kids. Hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. We need to take a quick break for our sponsor, Manscaped. Support for Downtime with Downstar is brought to you by Manscaped. Do you guys like when I do my voice like that or should I do a little more monotone? Who is the best in men's below the waist grooming? I kind of like it to get the second way. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched in the UK, which is pretty sick. We, I know we got some listeners out in the UK, so you can kind of finally get your uh, balls trimmed up a little bit. Shout out to England. Shout out to Mims Honda Day out there. Last time I went out there, it was such a great time. Uh, shout out to Nando's and the Perry Perry sauce. I remember when I was out in the UK, I uh, I didn't even have a lawnmower 3.0 at that time. I wish I did because I was just using like um, 
one of the uh, disposable razors that they had at this little hotel and if you've never been to the uk everything is a lot different out there especially the razors i ended up uh nicking up my balls a little bit and then i had to explain it to my wife when i came home but uh pretty stoked that manscaped is available in the uk now so we don't have to have those uncomfortable conversations anymore that's why manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer the manscaped engineered team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 in the uk so like i said guys if you're in the uk you get this bad boy right here listen to this ladies if you're listening i know it sounds like something maybe you could use this too trim it up a little bit you can uh, it has different settings or you can go straight up raw if you want when i tell you this is a premium product i mean it is premium the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave look guys if you're shaving for 90 minutes uh i think that you're gonna have a, a lot more problems on your head but it's pretty dope this even has a light on it so you can shave for 90 minutes in the complete dark waterproof technology you could take a 90 minute shower in the dark with the lawnmower 3.0 make sure you guys check it out they've also upgraded 7000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology sounds pretty great guys make sure you guys check that out and let's not forget about the charging stand oh this is pretty sick man you guys get the charging stand and put this on your uh sink in your restroom or whatever and has a usb charger and it comes with everything that you need it comes with the charger comes with the cable and uh you can even get some ball deodorant when you get your balls looking good get them looking smooth so if you guys want to look crispy like your boy right here make sure you guys check out manscaped.com use the checkout code dtwd once again that's downtime with downstar d t w d you'll get 20 percent off and um free shipping too hey they're gonna help you hook you guys up with some free shipping so make sure you guys check out manscaped.com use the code dtwd for 20 percent off and uh you know guys i really don't ask for much from this podcast but if you can please please support us with this we're super stoked to have manscaped on board so make sure you guys check them out once again manscaped.com use the code dtwd for 20 percent off and free shipping thank you guys for listening and uh back to the show yeah so what is it about um Kissimmee or orlando area that makes everybody want to go there because every time i go there it always seems like somebody's moving there from jersey or from new york it seems like people are always relocating to the orlando area what, what is it about that do you think you know it's funny when i was up in new york in 2014 2015 those years i was going back and forth a lot of people started moving back like going out like you just said one of the reasons i probably think is the weather some people get like i don't want to deal with the cold anymore yeah i, I know how that feels because i can't deal with the weather anyways up yeah there. yeah yeah I go, I go to maryland in november and I'm like i i want to go back <laughs> I, I, yeah. like, I, I i love the event it's great once it starts getting really cold, like, nah, this is not Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one is the weather. Housing is, it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. But if you compare a, an apartment that you can rent in New York to an apartment you can rent probably in Orlando or in the suburbs, it's a lot, lot cheaper. Yeah. And if you're going to try to buy a house, it's the same thing. It's not like 
really cheap. But, you know, you buy a house in, in metro area New York, you know, where Jersey is a little bit less. But um, I think also the, the cost of living. Got you. Schools and all that stuff. If you have kids. If you like going to all these amusement parks and the and the park, you know, you get those year passes and you're like, oh, I'll go whenever I want. If you like racing, Orlando is so diverse, man. Like yeah. when I was over there, I left alone. You know, my my family was here. It was crazy. Like we would go to testing tunes on Wednesday on drag. Friday, there was Frenzy Fridays or something like that. That's in always Dublin. Yeah. Some Saturdays they had events. Some days we would go to drift events or circuit racing events in Daytona or yeah. Sebring. It was like for every type of racing, there was like a day in the week that like, wow, it's so diverse. And Orlando's big in drifting. Really mm -hmm. big. The shop I used to work in, they used to fabricate a lot for drifters. Huh. That's and where... Uh, see... oh, uh, sorry to cut you off. That's where... Um... Adam LZ's at, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to I got to meet Adam um because his a fabricator mechanic that nowadays has his own page, Alberto Big Boost. He used to work in the same shop I used to work at. And all of a sudden when I think uh Adam used to live somewhere in the north. Mm. When he moved to Florida, he was like, Yo guys, you have to clean up the shop. Adam's coming here to tape a YouTube video on like Adam, the bike guy? Like, yeah. Like, we cleaned up. And exactly, he came in walking with his camera on already. Uh, the do the shop dog almost bit bite him. That <laughs> time. And um, he he came in with a whole bunch of other people. And he was dropping off his 240, one of the 240s he has. And, you know, and uh, he's an awesome guy. I got to meet uh, Alec Honadel as well. He's another drifter. Jazzy Jeff. There were a whole bunch of guys that we used to go to the shop. Just to visit the fabricator or get cars tuned on the dyno. And I used to go to the drift events with them. And, man, that was crazy. There was so many people into drifting. And, like, wow. And, like I said, you have drag races. Orlando's full of drag races. Kissimmee as well. You got drift racers. You got circuit racers. You got uh, off-road vehicle racers. Now they're opening a track for the off-road Jeeps and stuff. Yeah. So if you're a racer, you're going to like that stuff from Orlando. You got all these type of different kinds of foods. If you're Latino, forget it. You yeah. have where to pick. And if you have a lot of family, like let's say you live in New York and your only family member is probably a cousin or so. Well, you have all these uncle and aunts in Kissimmee and Orlando. Like, oh, I want to be near them, you know? Yeah. I love it. I, I love Orlando. I love Kissimmee. Um, I got a lot of uh, friends and customers in Jacksonville that's up north. And got you. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans there, Latinos in general, and it's 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 an awesome place to live in, man. I imagine that's the major reason people live like if you know uh Kevin from Four Bangers, mm -hmm. he was up in New York when I was up there. Yeah. And all of a sudden all of them started like moving, like, where are you guys going? They started all moving down to Florida. I'm like, wow. Yeah, man. I, I dude, if we had a spot in in Orlando or Kissimmee, dude, we would be killing it out there. I yeah. I love it out there, man. Just every time I go out there, just get to hang out with friends, just the atmosphere, the business that that we could make out there. Um, 
It'll be so awesome, man. I, I love Orlando. I usually go every year for the uh, Eibach meet, but unfortunately it oh, didn't yeah. happen this year, so I didn't get to go. But hopefully next year, man, I want to make it out there. Um, you know, we do a lot of business with Chapulín, and um, oh yeah, I, I wanna I wanna go uh, out to a race with him one day and, and check out the car and stuff, man. It just looks like everybody's always just having so much fun out there. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because um, Miami, you know, is like lit all the time. It's yeah. Like, wow. But you have a peop- you have an amount of people that live there, but everybody wants to go Kissimmee, Orlando. Yeah. Now, like that's the place we want to be. If you, like I said, if you like all these parks, Disney and all that, you get a year pass and you go into that any weekend of the year. Um, if you're into jet skis, you get to ride the damn jet ski any time of the year as well. The weather is good. Like yeah. almost, you know, in summer it's almost raining every day. Yeah. You know, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. It's all of a sudden sunny. Um, but like I said, you and me that like car stuff, even if it's racing or not, you got a whole bunch of meats. You got all these uh, people. Like, like I said, there's a whole bunch of shops that work with accessories, with racing parts, yeah. you know. Um, after Maria, I took a trip with a few friends of mine that that they went to Orlando for the parks. they never been to the speed shops. And I took them to, like, almost all the speed shops I remembered. And they were like, we had, like, you have to do this. You have to be a tour guide for all these people. Uh, in 2016, there was an event in, in Orlando that's a World Sport Compact. It was funny. I was working in two shops back then. One of them was a Central Florida Turbo CFT shop and Circuit Motorsports. They specialize in Subarus. And it was crazy. You see these people coming up with cameras and like, hey, oh, yeah, we're from, we're from Panama. We're from Canada. We're from Mexico. Oh, we just came by to take pictures of the shop because we see it on social media. Like, wow. Can we get a picture with you? Are you the owner? No, I'm not the owner. But, <laughs> yeah, you can take a picture with us. And, and yeah, you know. If you like it, you forget it. Like you're gonna have fun. Yeah, you know I have my 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 boy out there too, Johnny from uh, CSS. Um, oh, Jonathan, yeah. I, I think awesome he's in guy, Tampa, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he used to be. He used to be up north too. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, I met him. I think in English Town mm-hmm. when English Town was still a track. Um, great guy, awesome dude. Uh. I think he's near Tampa. Last year in World Cup, I talked to him a little bit. Um, but I um, I think he's in an Enemy Creations or something. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's with Enemy anymore. Uh, I think he, he went to do his own thing. But, yeah, I've, I love Johnny, man. There's there's very few people in this industry that I really click with and I, I connect with on a, on a different level and consider them actual friends, you know. And Johnny's yeah. one of them. Um Man, I would like to have a, a house out there in uh, in Florida one of these days. Just, you know, a vacation property or something. Not even anything crazy, but just something to, ha- to have some stake in that area. Because every time I go out there, man, I can just tell yeah. that it's it's booming out there for sure. Yeah, and and you mentioned uh, Nelsito, right? Chabulín? Yes. Uh, Chabulín did it the other way around. You know, he's from down here. Uh he had already his fame here. He had already his records here. He he's been he's been fast for years. Yeah. 
But once he jumped to to the states, everything went up a level for him. You know, everything. He has a whole bunch of records, a whole bunch of cars under his belt. He goes to the events, and you know, we call him over here the Michael Jordan of drag racing. Hell yeah, yeah. Because he he was a few years winning like every damn event, and that's a, that's another thing. Like you see people moving from here, not because they were you know they were having economic problems or something. It's because they want to further grow yeah. in whatever sport they're in. And in drag racing, a lot of people have have made the decision like, oh, we're going to jump the car over to the States and see what happens. And all of a sudden, they're really quick. They get sponsored by big companies, things that weren't going to happen here. You know, yeah. we only have a fourth mile track right now here. So, yeah, it is as it is. Um, does is Chapulín, does he have uh, does he speak English? I think he speaks a little bit. I think so. I never heard him speak in English, by gotcha. the way. You know, I see him like, yo, necesito, in Spanish. Yeah. So, but I probably think he's been there for a few years. He should know something. Got you. Yeah, I, I deal with him and uh, and his wife a lot as oh, well. Oh, Eliana, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she knows a little bit more English. I yeah. Think. That yeah. that's one of my goals, man. I want to I get them on the podcast, but I think I got to learn a little more Spanish. <laughs> Man, you know, that would be awesome because I would like to have you in my podcast. <laughs> but, you know, I could tape it in English anyways, you know. And, yeah. But uh, if you learn a little bit of Spanish, it would be awesome. <laughs> I, I know a little. Uh, I could I could sell a stereo in Spanish, but that's about it. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah. We'll talk about stereos then. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So let's get back to podcasting, dude. What? What do you want your podcast to become? What do you see it becoming in the future? What are your goals? Man, um, right now my podcast is only audio. Yeah. I want to try to get it to a level where I could actually do a recording like right now you and me. Um, I see that hopefully like in the near future, even though now with the COVID stuff, it's a little bit like. But I can still move around the island and try to try to record some people here. Mm hmm. Uh, but I try. I want to try to get it to that. I want to try to get more people to listen to it as well. Um, I'm, I already have a few people in line that are not exactly from Puerto Rico or the States. So we're going to have people that are other Spanish talking people also on. Yeah. Uh, we want to try to get people to listen to it and, and learn stuff. You know, we, it's not a do it yourself podcast, but. You know, the one we did recently with Ralphie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of people that knew about him because of his car. But they didn't know about the Fast and the Furious stuff. Yeah. And they're like, wow, that's the same dude. I've seen that guy at the track. I'm like, that's him. Yeah. But did you know that? I'm like, I did. They were like all surprised. Um, the same thing with Alex. Mm -hmm. Alex Pagan from Humble. There were a lot of things he mentioned in the podcast that people didn't know from his come up. Uh, we had another guy that's called Poyuelo. He mm -hmm. has a yellow uh, Acura Integra. as one of the quickest. I think it's the quickest Acura right now in the world. Oh, wow. Um, he's uh, The car's out in the States. Uh, I know Poyuelo from the street racing days. I used to street race with all his people. And there were a lot of people that didn't know stuff about him. And they also are like, wow, we're surprised how humble this guy is. This guy has a seven-second car. Like, you know, 
And we want to try to get people to also, like I said, people that are not probably too famous but are in the come up and are doing good things in their come up so people could actually know them and get them exposed. Like, yeah. I'm a tuner. I come from the post-social media days. It was word of mouth. It wasn't so easy. And the parts thing as well. It wasn't so easy when it was just forums and word, you know, mm -hmm. word to Like, it wasn't like that. I would like to have people have a better chance at getting their stuff, their businesses, or whatever they do. They're fabricators, they're tuners, they're car drivers, um, they're go-carters. People know them. So that's why I want to mix, like, oh, I want to put a person that a lot of people know, and I want to put a person that not a lot of people know. So in the between, they can, you know, yeah. it would be it would be nice. Uh, hopefully, I could get it to that. I had to buy equipment and all that stuff, but I want to get it to that level. All right, guys, we got to take a break for our newest sponsor, Aeromotive. Piecing together the fuel system for your build can be a difficult task. Luckily, Aeromotive has your back with everything from replacement fuel pumps to fuel systems that will support 3,000 horsepower. Aeromotive engineers have developed a solution for your build regardless of the power level. If you're looking to make a switch over to E85, they have every part you need to build the system that will be there when you need it the most. Need a custom fuel system for your daily that turned into a project car? No problem. Dude, how much times does that happen? It uh, It's almost even happened with my M8. That's the, the daily. And it uh, almost turned into a race car, man. If you guys go to aeromotiveinc.com, you can check out some of their newest items, such as the brushless pump line. It's quieter, less heat, up to 3,000 horsepower, and they have some that'll do 10 gallons per minute. Pretty crazy, man. They also have the Stealth 340, which is the top-selling fuel pump, and it's for your highest horsepower builds, which you'll get 700 horsepower for an EFI setup or 1,000 for a carb. And if you need something way crazier than that, they have a customization shop where they have fuel solutions for any build, man. You guys just hit them up and let them know what your specs are, and they'll put something together for you. And if you're on the um, the more serious tip, such as Pro Drifter Matt Field, you can check out their rebuild program where when you're on your off season, you send all your stuff to them, they'll get it rebuilt for you. Super stoked to have Aeromotive on as a sponsor, so make sure you guys check them out at aeromotiveinc.com. And if you use code DTWD upon checkout, you get 10% off. Once again, that's aeromotiveinc.com. And if you use checkout code DTWD, 10% off. Back to the show, guys. Dude, hell yeah. Elliot, man, if you need anything, bro, please let me know. I'm, I'm always here to help. You know, it, it really excites me to see other podcasts in our space. And uh, anything I could ever do to help you out, man, please just let me know. Uh, I appreciate it a lot, um, and I, I really thank you for that because, you know, a lot of times you, when you start something, you get people that want to help, but at the same time, you get people that don't want to help. Yeah. You know, I've seen that firsthand with my other two operations, and, you know, um, I always appreciate the people that say, hey, I want to help you. Yeah. Do it this way. Oh, yeah, over here, hell, do it this way. I appreciate that a lot, Frank. And, you know, I gotta, I'm going to contact you for sure because, you know, I'm in baby steps. I'm not yeah. a pro. I'm learning. Uh, so, you know, I just want to keep on making it grow and, and more people to listen to it all over the world. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Same thing here. You know, everything that I've always went through with building the company and stuff, 
I've gone through so many hardships and I've, I've had people that didn't help us out when they could have, you know, uh, and it made the journey just so much harder. And now that I'm in a, now the shoes on the other foot, I'm in the other position. Now I want to be that person that nobody was to me. I want to be the person that helps people out and that, that, you know, gives advice whenever, you know, I don't know everything, but I know what I've done in the last 207 episodes. So I can let you know what I've done through that journey. And if anything that I've done is able to help you out along your journey, that, that brings me satisfaction, you know? And, you know, you hit the spot right there because it's, you know, I we all touch the bottom at some point of our lives in, in, in this and in what we do in business or whatever or personal. And um, not always you had somebody that say, hey, I'm going to help you out. I know you're you're in the bottom. I'm going to help you out. Sometimes you had people that just came and kicked on you mm-hmm. when you're in the bottom. Yeah. So I think the same way I like I want to try to be a person that I didn't have when I was in the come up and anything I did in life at the same time, there's still a lot of people that did help. And I'm like, Oh, if they help me, I want to help back. Definitely. And I'm the same way. Um, business wise with parts and stuff and tuning as well. You know, sometimes, uh, you got a tuner in the come up. It's like, Oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to send this guy to you. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to try to figure it out. I'm, Send me a message through WhatsApp, and I'm going to tell you what you have to do, and, and you keep on doing it from there because I didn't, you know, I, I probably learned it the hard way, but I want you to go to a straighter path. Yeah. And yeah, don't lose that customer because you want to send it to me. Like, no, 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 no. That customer's yours. Yeah. Let's keep on with that and just tell them, though, if you want to tell them somebody helped you, if you don't, all right, it's no problem with me. Just say so you can do the things well, and you from there on you probably learn much more than me. Yeah. So, dude, hell yeah, bro. So before we get out of here, Elliot, um, let everybody know what you guys carry at uh, Camalundos Motorsports. That, that's getting, that right? You're getting there. Yeah. Camalundos Motorsports. <laughs> tell uh, tell everybody where uh, where they can order at and what what brands you guys have and what do you guys uh, support. Well, um. We're actually online. We have a web page called Camandolos Motorsports. We use it as a trampoline, you can say. So you guys can communicate because we like to, we just don't like people to buy like, oh, I saw this pistons, I'm going to buy it. And all of a sudden they get like, I'm a tuner. I know the headaches you can pass. We like to personalize like, yo, what's your bill? What do you use it for? Yeah. Like, why do you want a big ass turbo if you're only going to use half of it? Why do you want low, 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 you want to do so much horsepower, but you're using a cam that's not going to get you there. We like to have it personalized. So we use that web page as a method of them shooting us an email or a message. And we try to personalize what you want. We majorly, we specialize in engine parts, accessories to some extent. We have an engine builder with us that has like half of his shop and us are combined. Um, so we have that experience as well. We have our tuning experience. We both sell to regardless if you tune or build your engines with us, we sell you the parts. We give you the combinations if it was for us. Gotcha. Man, we work Speed Factory, Drag Cartel, Fuel Injector Clinic, uh, Yellow Speed Racing, BC Racing, Coilovers, Cometic, Wiseco, um, Whitfield Manufacturing, Ejector Dynamics, Honda, K-Tuner, K-1000, 
K-Tune, Hybrid. Yo, almost Hell all yeah. the major parts out there, man. Clutches, action clutch we got on board, too. Great people. Um, we got comp- clutch, competition, clutch masters. Forget it. You just write us a message, and we'll tell you, yeah, we carry that brand. We could get it delivered to you straight to your shop yeah. or at your house. I love it, man. Now, if somebody wants to listen to the podcast, Boosting Coffee Podcast, where can they listen to it at? Oh, yeah. We got... um. We're taping it through Anchor. Okay. And in Anchor, we got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, I think Podcasts, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's one I still haven't gotten to add, but I had to check out. I, SoundCloud? I think it's SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. For okay. some reason, I have to try to break, but um, you can listen to the podcast there. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook page, Boosted Coffee Podcast. The link's... Every time an episode's out, the link's there. So, you know, um, we try to get the links there. We're going to try to see what's happening that we can't get on SoundCloud. But, yeah, that's majorly um, where you can find us, Boosting Coffee Podcast, either on Facebook or on Instagram. Awesome, bro. Elio, such a, such a good time to talk to you, man. Um, I know we've, we've met a few times, and, you know, I, I've seen you around, but... It's it's just good to sit down and and hear your story and you know hear hear where you've come from, bro. And it's uh it's inspiring, man. And like I said, any help you need with the podcast, please please let me know. Uh, I would like to thank you a lot. Uh, I would like to thank you for this product that you're you're taking out on your you know your company. A lot of people down here like Downstar. Thank you. And also, I like to the, this what you're giving up to the to the people with your podcast. Thank you. I, myself, I've gotten people that I've listened to in your podcast like, wow, I know this guy, but I didn't know he passed through all this stuff to be where he's at. Yeah. You know? One of them being Sheepy. Like, yeah. I met Sheepy like five times already, and I didn't know all that story. I'm like, wow, it's 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 incredible, you know. Yeah. Um, thank you for that, really. Of and course, you know, man. all of us have a backstory, so well, man, we thank try. you, dude. You're 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 providing the same platform that I am, and for a demographic that uh, unfortunately I can't reach right now, you know. So it's gonna be awesome to uh, to see that grow, and I would definitely recommend you adding uh, both Spanish and English to it because I will just help it grow. But you do have something to offer the Latin community, and and that's great for sure, man. Yeah, uh, hopefully, um. You know, we keep on growing, and like I said, I'm I'm open to having like both languages. Um, if the person could say at least one one uh one thing in Spanish, it would be great. At <laughs> least the end the end of it, like oh yeah, mi nombre es Frankie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, they taught me this in school. Uh, mis piquetes de moscas es más grande de tus chichis. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> you don't know what it means. <laughs> Hit me a message when this ends, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Elliot, thank you so much for your time, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Awesome. Thank you a lot, and, and keep on going, man. Thank you, Frank. Likewise, brother. And thank you guys all for listening. Huge shout-out to our sponsors, Heel Toe Automotive. Been around since 2002, supplying you guys with your Honda parts. If you listen to the commercial, you know how to get hooked up by Heel Toe. Make sure you guys check them out at heeltoeauto.com or on Instagram at Heel Toe Automotive. 
And then uh, our next sponsor is uh, Action Clutch, available at Camalundos Motorsports. Hit them up. You guys go get your Action Clutch through them. They have clutches made in the made in the U.S., made in L.A., and they can handle up to 1,200 horsepower. So make sure you guys check them out at actionclutch.com or on Instagram at Action Clutch. And our newest sponsor, Manscaped. Make sure you guys check out Manscaped at manscaped.com or on Instagram at Manscaped. Uh, you know, give give your pubes a little trim, man. You're looking like shit, and uh, maybe you should uh, do it for your lady, bro, because she hates to have hair in her mouth. So make sure you guys check them out. Use the code DTWD for 20% off. And uh, please check out Boost and Coffee podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to, to the success of this, man. Elliot, I wish you the best, brother. Thank you a lot, brother. Take care, man. And uh, God bless all your family as well. And that baby is on the way. Thank you, brother. Same to you, man. Guys, this is Downtime with Downstar, episode 207. And we're out. Peace.